Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back and Forth. I'm your host, Gecko Man. Sitting beside me is our co-host, Rogue Gambit, the man who doesn't like to be handed things. Yeah, you can just put those right there. All right, Rogue, what will we be talking about this week? We will be ranking all 32 MCU movies and TV shows. In part one this week, we will have the worst all the way up to number 11. And then in part two, we will have our top 10. All right, Rogue, since you're the Marvel guy, and since you seem to talk over me quite a bit, why don't you start us off and get us through all these Marvel rankings, and I'll just be here commenting on all of that. Sounds good. I'll try to let you get a word in edgewise. All right. At number 32, we have Eternals. Shocked? Definitely not. Uh, Eternals for me is was pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, not much to say. It was terrible. No compelling story. Ending was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, let's let's get one thing in real fast for this. Um, for the Eternals, bad guy is the um, the. Eternal. The Eternal, or, or or I guess maybe the Deviants, I guess they're called. Is that what they're called? The Deviants? Something like that. I don't know. I don't want to say Deviants. Because I think that's right. Okay. Well, yeah. He was just wasted, I feel like. Yeah. You just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you just don't want to talk, talk about it, do you? No, I don't. I mean, there's not much to say about it. It was garbage. Yeah. Number 31, another garbage movie, Captain Marvel. Now, here's the question. What makes it better than Eternals? <laughs> it came out a lot longer ago, so I don't remember how bad it was as much as the Eternals, which I watched just three months ago or whatever. So, so, so you're being... Uh... Having recency, yes, I have a little recency bias. Sure, if I've watched Miss Captain Miss Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel more recently, I might have put it further down. But Captain Marvel, it's another just uncompelling story. Okay, I will tell you what makes it better: Jude Law. There you go. I forget who that character is. Jude, uh, the uh, little girl in <laughs> Jude Law is an actor. Oh, and he plays Korvac. I believe, right? Korvac? Cobalt. Yeah, I am just saying he's a little girl. Anyways, he's a very good actor. <laughs> and so his acting ability makes Captain Marvel better than Eternals. Okay, okay. Yeah. Number 30, we have Black Widow. Ah, yes, Black Widow. Uh, the thing that puts it above the last two movies is the first act. The first act is good. I the rest of it is terrible. Villain is so disappointing. Yeah. About all I have to say about it. Yeah, I would say I can agree with all those points. I can agree fully on all those points. At number 29, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, the sad thing is I don't remember much from the movie. That's okay. The only reason I remember things from the movie is I watched it recently. So so here's the thing about Ant-Man the Wasp. I mean, I was I remember being excited to see Wasp, but I think I was saddened by the fact that 
by the fact that she didn't do much, I feel like, or she, she was... does a lot. But am I, I getting it confused with the villain ghost? Ghost doesn't do much. She just shows up to be there to <laughs> bring a heartwarming story that wrenches your heart. Oh, okay. Here's here's the thing. There are a lot of characters in that movie that do nothing. There's the villain guy, bald guy, you know, like the actor, but um, yeah. I, he's like trying to, he's trying to get the oh the he's, person he's like helping. the mob guy right and he's like getting her the 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 juices yeah or whatever and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's like oh but you know why do you want to do he's like oh i want to get him and then he's like chasing him the rest of the movie doesn't yeah, really make I, sense I, 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 and then you got goliath right played by fisher uh whatever the name is you know the guy the other guy that played played the other guy that uh had grown really big, you know. He was like the professor guy helping Ghost. Oh, he's like old friends with Hank Pym. He's another guy who doesn't really do much. Ghost just is there to make trouble. Yeah. Uh, and have a sad story. Um, and then like the main story of them trying to get Janet back. Yeah. Fine, just could have been better. Just boring. In my opinion. No, really. You thought it was boring. Very boring. The whole movie was so boring. And then, like, the best part of the movie, the whole, like, father-daughter story that they had going on through one and into the second one, they just kind of brush aside and just try to turn into, like, humorous. And I was like, that was the only good thing. And then they continue it in Endgame and stuff. But it's like, why did you have this section so boring about it? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. Okay. Number 28, Shang-Chi. Because I've seen it recently, I was very, I was fairly disappointed in the movie. Yeah. Um, the reason it's at where it is isn't lower is because I mean the first act is good and the fight scenes are spectacular. The reason it isn't higher is it's so boring and there's so yeah. many flashbacks and so much dialogue and so much exposition and just so many characters that they bring in and have to spend so long on each yeah. one. And they, like, go nowhere. None of the characters go anywhere. They all start and end at the same spot. Except for one that has is, like, probably the worst character. Right. And then uh, the end. But the action was really good for the most part. Except for their next next garbage. All right. Number 27. This is going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Iron Man 3. Now, let's talk about why it's in our number 27. All right. Um, why it's not higher, as most people would probably think it should be, is, in my opinion, as I've said with the last of those, it's so boring. Such an uncompelling story, in my opinion. Where It's like a good concept, but the execution, not there. Um, the concept of, you know, him losing his suit, having to do things without it, uh, trying to, you know, fight against the Ten Rings or whatever. Aim, I would say, because they were... Aim, yeah. Aim. Like, all really compelling, but the execution of it was just so boring where you're just, like, watching him mm, flippantly lose his armor. Mm-hmm. 
Watton go around without his suit, just like he was not really doing anything except just like trying to get somewhere, you know? Like if if he was like doing like detective work and it was like, oh, we're seeing a different side of Tony Stark, that'd been interesting, but that's not what he's doing. He's just being Tony Stark without his armor. Yeah, and know? they do a little bit of detective work when he's right. doing with the hologram and trying to figure oh, out. And then to even talk about extremists, such a dumb storyline. Yeah, agreed. And it's such a good storyline in the comics, which kind of is disappointing. Yeah, they should have had more time of him being in his armor than or him. just or just like as I made Man. a char- yeah, like made his character outside of his armor more interesting. Like he was him inside the armor, outside his armor, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I like, the, it's like, I don't know. They just could have written a much more compelling character at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think Tony Stark can be, can be a really good character. And other, in other movies, as we'll see later, <laughs> yeah, I think he's great, but not in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything else? The twist this wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Terrible twist. Pretty, pretty All horrible. Right, moving on. Number 26? I think so, yeah. Number 26, we have our first TV show on the list. Cap- so, I mean, <laughs> Falcon. I mean, technically. And the Winter Soldier. Yes, technically he's Captain America at this point, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, another one, really good first episode. Really good concept. Just really poorly executed. The mm-hmm. villain should have been really good. Could have been really compelling really threatening really interesting like one that you'd almost be like "Ooh, are they like is this like a good idea you know like but yeah just played so wrong you didn't like them you didn't want them to succeed you didn't want them to lose like you just didn't care mm-hmm. and um the first episode was pretty good right you agree with that yes first episode's quite good yeah and but John then walker uh, best character and like you said the the the, the bad guys you know, could have been a very, very interesting group of guys, but flag um, smashers. Yeah, the flag smashers. Like I was interested in them, but you know, they just kind of fell downhill yeah. pretty fast. Like you know, James Buchanan Barnes, aka Bucky, aka Winter Soldier. His uh, storyline is pretty intriguing, and then the parallels with Steve Rogers are pretty interesting, and then uh, John Walker's storyline is pretty interesting. But Falcon, the side, all all the side uh, ones they didn't spend enough time on or too much time on. And so you just, like, never really got drawn into them. And then the villains, you never really got drawn into either. Oh, and Zemo. And, yeah. Uh, I wanted uh, what Zemo. Was her, what was her be. name? Sharon's name. Sharon Carter. Uh, and what was her? The broker? The Yeah, I think it was the broker. Yeah. Like, just not, not interesting at all. Mm-hmm. Could have been more interesting, but... Yeah, another one, number twenty-five that well, people will probably be very annoyed. It's so high, actually, is the Incredible Hulk. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I think probably the one biggest problem I can see in it is um the uh, actor. I want to say, um, because I understand like. You have actors, and you could possibly lose an actor if, and you may have to recast and all that. But, um, I think that that's kind of one of the main problems of it. So your problem is Edward Norton's acting? No, 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 no. Or just the fact that they changed actors? I would say it was the fact that they changed actors. 
right. Well, well, yes, I understand the whole problem with like right. You so you're saying like the problem, yeah. And I'd say that is one of the reasons it gets forgotten so easily, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Edward Norton's not playing the Hulk after that, or vice versa. Um, blanking on his name. <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo is not playing Hulk in that movie, so it just is an incongruency. So I like a lot of fans have a hard time like feeling you know feeling like it's even an mcu movie i know a lot of people who haven't even seen it and they're like wait that's an mcu movie you know yeah um and so yes that is a problem i never had specifically had that problem like i watched it um like when i started watching the mcu movies and started watching them in order i didn't start at the start but um you know, I watched Iron Man, then I watched Incredible Hulk because that was the next one that came out. So I watched them in order. It just felt like it was part of the MCU to me. It might have been just the way I watched them. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it's a great movie by any stretch. I think Edward Norton plays a way better Hulk and Bruce Banner character than mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo does. I understand people's frustrations with him. Um, he's not exactly, he like, does didn't he didn't play the Hulk and Bruce Banner that really makes sense for the world he's in in the movie, but he did do a good job of portraying what at least I draw from the comics. So I enjoyed that part of it. Um, the story I think is fun, and I enjoy the movie. Um, okay, but I, I I don't think it's great by any stretch. The the uh, the leader. <laughs> It's lame. The, the the third act is just lame. The third act is, is pretty, pretty lame. But I, um, I, I definitely enjoyed I mean, it. We get to see the Hulk clap. That was pretty cool. Sonic clap. Yep. Fun, fun. All right. Moving on. Number 24. Uh, another one that people may be a little frustrated where it's Did at. even say it? <laughs> Iron Man 2. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Iron Man 2 is better than Iron 1. Iron Man 3, baby. <laughs> and the reason for that, I think you're gonna the reason for that is pretty pretty simple. Justin Hammer, the acting in that movie, the portraying of characters in that movie is just a step above Iron Man three. Iron Man three, yes, th- like both of them have their faults, right? I don't, I don't really like Iron Man two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Iron Man two, I, I don't know, but it just has like a stout. Like watching it, you know, the soundtrack's good, the acting's good. Like Tony Stark's way more fun in that movie. Oh yeah, and so it's just its faults are basically the same. You know, third act is really bad. Um, the story is not compelling. The bad guy isn't compelling. The bad guy doesn't draw you in. The story doesn't really draw you in. But the acting is just better. Just, just far and away better. You learn so much more about Tony Stark, even though they try to teach you so much more in Iron Man three. And that's why I think it's better than those movies. And every like going back and watching them, I don't ever want to watch Iron Man three again. I've watched it three times, I think, and every time is just like so dumb. Iron Man two, I can go back and keep watching. That's the difference. I can keep watching Iron Man two. I don't like it, but every time I watch it, I'm like, okay, it's fine. Okay, okay. Um, I I definitely liked Iron Man two over Iron Man three. I thought it was a lot better. Um, I thought. Whiplash using the arc arc reactor was kind of kind of an interesting step. I do like um I do like like what that set up for later on in the MCU. Yeah. 
showing that other people can steal Tony Stark's weapons and stuff. And like he had to like learn to like improve upon his armor, you know? Oh yeah. So much more after that. And that's why that's, and then in Iron Man 3 he does it and then he destroys all his armor. So yeah, whatever. But then you see that progress all the way up until infinity wars when you see his most oh, yeah. advanced and then end game when you see Let's him have an armor that can literally, you know, Let's anyways, get back on. on track here. Let's move on from uh, Iron Man 2. And... All right, at number 23, we have Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man. Um, very forgetful, forgettable movie. <laughs> but one that, once again, I think the acting performances are quite good. The casting choices are really good. Um, for me, the humor doesn't really hit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not funny, but it's enjoyable. You know, yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, see, I, I'm actually a pretty big fan, fan of Ant-Man as a hero in, yes. the, in the MCU, I guess, in the comics and stuff like that. Cause Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, seeing it this way and not seeing our glorious Hank Pym play as Ant-Man was kind of sad, but at the same time, understandable because he's... Kind of an older, right? I under, yeah, I like. I think I like the choice of Scott Lang over Hank Pym for the MCU. I agree in the comics, and in other adaptations of the character, Hank Pym I think is more of an interesting, deep character than Scott Lang. Scott Lang doesn't really, yeah, have the depth, and that comes through, and that's kind of. I think a lot of the reasons why they went with, you know, a Paul Rudd, a more humorous take on it. And I think that all works really well. Um, but it just really wasn't my style of movie. I mm. felt like it was kind of like towing, like trying to be multiple types of movies at the same time. You know, it was like the superhero movie. It was like the heist movie. It was like the witty banter movie. It was like the, you know, the comedy. It was like the drama all at the same time. And I didn't really feel like it nailed any of them. It kind of was okay at all of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's kind of why I have it so low. Anything else? Um, what it, um I don't know if I li- I don't think I liked how uh, Wasp was the bad guy. You mean Yellow Jacket? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I knew the name. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't have like a lot of people. You know, are like, oh, you know, he's basically the exact same thing as Ant Man. You know, I hate it when heroes fight themselves you know uh, that part i don't really care about the part i don't like was cross i can't remember his first name but you know who he actually was right like this like i never really like when they like this uh this uh, corporate you know guy who's like oh he's like evil for some reason doesn't he oh, like yeah, going yeah. to his backstory he just is evil and wants his tech to be I think he wanted wants to, to make sell it money to the or whatever because there was a ten rings guy. Well, I mean, he wants to sell it to whoever will pay. Yeah. That's true. He is a, <laughs> and he wants to, you know, he wants to make weapons, so he's evil, and therefore he's gonna go into the suit for some reason and use yeah. it to kill Ant Man. Just like what? Like, yeah. I'm fine with the Yellow Jacket being the villain. I'm not really a fan of Cross. I cannot remember his first name being the villain. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of how I feel about him. Okay. All right, moving on to number 22. 22. All right, it's fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, 22. All right. We have another TV show, Loki. Loki. What shall we say about Loki? Um, um, I love Loki. 
I mean, we talked about it a little bit last episode. I like Loki. I the story's fine. King's interesting. Uh, there's places they can go with it. I but mm-hmm. it was just kind of there, you know. Didn't like Lady Loki at all. Thought the casting was bad. Thought her character was boring. Thought she her the ending was pretty lame. I like, but I like Loki and most of the other Lokis. And yeah, okay, okay. I mean, everything you said is basically what I think as okay. well. So, all right. So moving on from that, we have number twenty-two. What if? What if? Very interesting. I think there was a lot of interesting concepts for like different versions of the Marvel universe. There was, you know, we had zombies, we had Star Lord, we had uh, uh, Ultron, Ultron, we had Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, um, Hank Pym. Yep. Uh, we had all these other. I like all the universes that explored. Liked seeing the Watcher and like him tell, being the narrator, and then. Um, becoming a character later on. Um, why it's not higher? Like, I love the show. This is getting to movies that I either really like or like. <laughs> and I love a lot of the show. There's just some episodes that really felt like filler episodes, just like trying to quickly tell a story so that they could have them in there for the final act, you know? Yeah. Final episode. And that's why it's not higher. There's some episodes I just didn't care nearly as much for. Some episodes I didn't feel were important. Mm. Um, and then, but yeah, all in all, it was a really, really fun, really cool to see all the universes. I really looking forward to, um, season two, the spinoffs, all that. Yeah. Moving on. We're about to get to some real controversial stuff. This is going to be interesting. We're about to say some things that are going to rub people the wrong way. And probably starting out with a movie that people thought should be much, much lower. Or maybe some people think it should be much, much higher. But here it is, right? Basically smack in the, not in the middle, but close not in the to middle the middle. Yet. Like 20th, I think we're at, right? 20. He's counting, so don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> right here at number 20, we have, well, let's just go 20 and 19 together here. Because I can never decide which one to put in front of the other. Oh, I know which 20, one to put in front of the other. 20th, I guess I'm going to say, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And 19 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, um, why, why at least I think these should be right here is, um, it was, while, yes, there are, it's supposed to be a humorous movie. Is that the right word I want to use? Humorous comedy, yeah. Yeah, comedy, comedy. That's what I was looking for. Comedy, comedy uh, movie. Um, and volume one, I thought was better than volume two. Volume two, I felt like just tried to redo a lot of the stuff. Well, yes, there were a lot of, there were different aspects like Yondu and Star Lord or Groot and Rocket. Um, I just think I personally think that Volume one is a lot better. In here are my thoughts about it. Um, I oh dear, think I I have them right here for a reason. Like next to each other, it's super hard for me to pick one over the other. I like both movies. I don't love either movie. Um, And I think that Guardians of the Galaxy, like, you know, people think it's like the best Marvel movie. It's And that's because it was like the first one that like wrote this type of story that they used a lot later on. You know, the it's the first one that really brought the humor as like the main part of it. Um, And that's why like 
Well, so many people like put it so high. It's the first one that like had this big, you know, big giant universe, you know, flying from planet to planet, like almost like bringing like Star Wars and Marvel together. I don't you dare. <laughs> I didn't care for any of that personally. Um, they, the humor in both, I think hits just as well. Uh, I like the humor in both. I don't love the humor in both. Um, I mean, I laughed. I cried. I <laughs> whatnot. The stories through each were both all right. Um, the villains in each were both terrible. They were pretty bad. Like, Horrible villains. And I'm a fan of Ronan. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ronan's a really great villain and had so much going for him. Yeah. Like the intimidation factor was there. Oh, and yeah. then just the portrayal of him and the <laughs> what he decides to do. And then the way he's defeated is all just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that, but the reason that it's super hard for me, even though I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a better movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the father-son relationship between Yondu and Star Lord, and the like father son esque relationship between Rocket Raccoon and Groot is so much better than anything Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One has to offer. And I can agree with that, that is why it's so hard for me not to put it above it. Even though I know like I know that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One's a better movie and it came first. It did it just as good, if not better. That's the reason. Like that story was the only part of either movie that drew me in was those stories. And then they were in the second one. And that's why it's really hard for me not to put it above it. So they're basically tied in my opinion, but Gekka Man influenced me into putting <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 ahead. And that's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but it has to be done. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure 99.99% of the people in the world agree with you and not me. So, <laughs> all right, moving on. Two more movies that are going to be very controversial. Oh, man. This is... Well, in my opinion, I think there's a good placement in these. Like, I think they are perfect where they are. Uh, I think, yeah. For I mean, like, there's a reason we put them here, right? Like, for yeah. us, this is, but, like, we know that we're going against the grain on this next one for sure. Oh, yeah. And that is ranking Thor Ragnarok at number 18 mm -hmm. and Thor the Dark World at oh. number 17. That's just scary to say, you know? <laughs> um so let's let's talk. Let's, why don't we start with uh, Thor Ragnarok? All right, starting with Thor Ragnarok and why it is below Thor: The Dark World and not number two, like most people think it should be, <laughs> seemingly. Um, it, it, for, for me personally, I think it's just too comedy. Like I think there's way too much comedy into it. So with the comedy and comedic effect of Thor Ragnarok, I think that. I mean, Taika Waititi is a fabulous director. I like a lot of his movies. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, like the actors that play, you know, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, I forgot his name again, Mark Ruffalo's, like <laughs> they do a really good job at comedy. But the drastic change in the story of Thor from Thor the Dark World to... Uh, um, Age of Ultron and then to Ragnarok is just yeah like his character change for no reason except to have a completely different type of movie it was 
so drastic and jarring and yeah i think his character arc in the movie is great like the way he goes from you know he's like we haven't seen thor torn down like that right like yes in the first one we see him lose his powers but we haven't seen him like humiliated in the way he was and then like brought back against a power that he he himself he this is the first time we've actually seen him not believe he can do something right he's always been like the I'm oh, Thor, yeah. nothing can hurt me type of guy. And now we see him actually have to face Hela, who's way more powerful than him seemingly, and him thinking he can't defeat her, but being able to learn who he truly is and become something powerful enough to fight her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that will, that will... bring Ragnarok around to defeat her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually liked... What I liked about it was the fact that uh, Hulk actually i understand hulk was like a little little kid in that movie but i actually like that hulk wasn't just a raging beast throughout the entire entire time mhm i i i like that i guess i i i'm not a fan of mark ruffalo playing hulk i i agree yeah, i agree Bruce but, but for, for for this for this for the this part of the mc yeah it was, yeah, it was fine for, for for mark ruffalo to play hulk I thought it was a. I thought it was a nice change of pace for Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very yeah. nice to have for, um, for Hulk to be. And then everything um, you know, it sets up really well for Infinity War. Oh yeah, with Thor's powers, for Bruce Banner not and Hulk's little, yeah, arguments. <laughs> I don't know what fights little. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, I think that all sets up well for what's coming. Um. But why is Thor: The Dark World better? Would you like to? Well, for for me, I liked the whole. Yeah, I, I felt like while yes, I didn't like really like the final fight. I liked the whole aspect of us being able to um, see Thor like deal with basically an Infinity Stone. I want to say. Yeah. Um. I disagree with like everybody I've ever talked to on this movie. Everybody <laughs> says how boring and slow and um, uncompelling the story is, the villain is, how it just drags on. I disagree 100%. <laughs> the story is, I love the story. I like the story of Thor now becoming king and having so much responsibility on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. I like the story of him now coming back to earth and like Jane Foster, like just living in a completely different world than him and not understanding anything. And then being taken to Asgard and learning about the world and like learning oh, who yeah. Thor, how important Thor is on that world and like learning how important he is to the whole universe. And then that all being threatened by one event coming. And I think Malekith was a good villain for that. I don't, yes, I do think he as a villain is pretty boring, but he's not the central part. And that's what, that's what was needed because we're learning so much about Thor in the movie mm-hmm. and so much about Asgard and earth and this convergence that's coming and things that can affect more than just earth. And that's all leading up, of course, to, you know, age of Ultron happening and then infinity war happening. And that's why I think it's so important. It's such a good movie. The final fight, like leading up to the final fight where he's going through the portals and throwing his hammer and like losing it and having to call oh. it's like coming in. That was super fun. It drag on for really long. And then the final, final fight where he's like, you know, it was a little boring where he's yeah. like, it was just like Thor being Thor type of thing. But that's why I really liked the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I did and, like the whole thing with uh, Loki and Thor. And then, yeah, I really like Loki in the movie. I really like how it portrays Loki's character since what has happened, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, and Avengers and then him, the consequence of what happened and then like his character not changing at all and Thor still believing in him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like that. Like Thor should know by now that Loki's evil. Be like that's what ma- that's literally what makes Thor Thor is the fact that he always believes in Asgard. Yeah. Always believes in his father, always believes in his mother, always believes in his brother. And that's what makes him that's why he should be king and not Loki. And that's what what we learn in that movie. And then it ends with Loki on the throne. I love that. That was pretty good. Um, and the humor in that movie, actually, I found to be pretty good, even though a lot of people didn't. I think it's fine. Like, it was, yeah, it was pretty it was... funny. Um, and that is why we have it that ranked that way. I, I, I don't have a problem with people, you know, putting, you know, Ragnarok ahead, even, even putting Thor the Dark World way lower on their list. I do have a problem with people putting Ragnarok in like the top three MCU movies. I have a big, like that is absolutely ridiculous. If you're putting Thor Ragnarok against some of the movies that we're going to get to, and you're actually putting them story to story, there isn't even a comparison. The story writing in these other movies is so much better. Let's let's move on. Right. Let's get off of Thor Sorry, now. Before I get too heated there. You could get heated over Thor. I understand that. Let's, let's, let's move on. And I love Thor. Like, just wait till we get to some of these other movies and I talk about how much I love Thor. His character is so well done. But putting Thor Ragnarok as high as so many people do is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Sorry. I had to had to get that out. All right. Uh, moving on to I've lost my oh, where are we? Number 16, I believe. We have another one that'll probably ruffle some people's feathers here. Black Panther. Black Panther. What you, what you like about it? All right. We're going to go back to the first time I watched this movie. Going into it, it might have been the highest expectations of any movie I had at that point. Really? Since then, there's been movies I've had way higher expectations for. Um, I, I should say MCU. Of course, there's been other movies MCU I had higher expectations for. But yeah. Going into it the first time I watched it, I had very high expectations. I really like Black Panther's character in uh, everything I've seen him in, everything I've read about him. Um, I really like a lot of his character arcs in the comics. They take him in some crazy, in some crazy uh, adventures and stories and and character arcs and stuff, and I really like most of them. Going in, I was really, really interested in seeing. I'd never seen Chadwick Boseman in a in a uh, movie before. I don't think, and like really seeing this new actor at the time um, play this this role that, in my eyes, was iconic. And many <laughs> people's eyes, it was not. But me coming in, going into it, I was like, "Oh my goodness, he's playing Black Panther. What's Black Panther going to be like? What's Wakanda going to be like? How are they going to portray Adamant, I mean, vibranium in in the MCU? All those things were really, really important to me. And going into the movie, I had very high expectations. That to be said, the first two acts of the movie met those expectations. I wouldn't say exceeded all of them, exceeded some, but met nearly all of the expectations and okay yeah what about killmonger in those first two acts 
Um, yeah, like I'm saying, the whole movie did. Uh, yeah, Killmonger in the first two acts, great. Okay. Soundtrack in the first two acts, great. Storyline in the first two acts, great. <laughs> Characters, except for Shuri, great. <laughs> I really liked the portrayal of Black Panther. I really liked the portrayal of Chala and the King of Wakanda and his mother and the and the um royalty of like Wakanda. I really liked the portrayal of Claw and the the oh, villains yeah. trying to steal vibranium and like vibranium and the effect it's having on the world. I really liked Killmonger and his story of like where he ha- like the world he comes from and the but the world he knows, the world he believes he's a part of and like trying to, you know, spread that to the whole world and use like like um use it for what he considered and most people like even T'Challa probably considered to be a good end, but the wrong means, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, really compelling. Uh, the uh, story, you know, the uh, battle for the kingship and everything, you know, can't remember what it's called for some reason. And, you know, the... Oh, the, oh man. When, when they're fighting on the uh, water yeah. fall. And, like, the story of... Ape Man, I can't remember what they call him in that. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I don't know what he's called in the comics. I can't remember what he's called in the. Uh, kill- Just don't, we're calling him Ape Man. No. <laughs> it, oh my gosh. Anyways, um, and that whole like you know this fight where he he can lose his throne, um, it is very very like unique and. Um, interesting story, which I personally found to be M'Baku. M'Baku. Um, which I found to be really good in that first part. <laughs> um, then the third act came and the train wreck that it was. Oh, yes. The final fight, the CGI mess. The rhino wreck. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> the rhino wreck that it was. Um, the final fight between Black Panther and Killmonger was terrible CGI mess. It, oh, yeah. it made no sense for it to be underground where no one could see it when it's supposed to be this public display of the fight for the throne. And well, it wasn't really... I've always said this would be one of my favorite MCU movies if they just changed one thing. And that was have Black Panther and Killmonger fight in front of the nation of Wakanda with nobody... With nobody else fighting them all watching. Mm. If that happened in the final act, though I think the final act has other problems than that, it would have been a top tier Marvel movie, in my opinion. Oh, just so but they just did not the do changing that. Changing of the fight. Yeah, just the changing of the fight and that compiled with the other mess of the third act that the third act was. Just. Yeah. Really, really ruins the movie for me. Yeah. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. All right. Anything <laughs> else you want to say about that before we um, move on? Other than the fact that um like Oh, and you get to see Bucky at the end. Uh, yeah, Bucky was pretty nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> um other than the fact that while well, yes, I did, did not like the whole fact that they had to fight underground. Um you gotta understand that there was that whole big battle happening at the Right, and but like that's what but, I'm saying. Like, yes, that would change a lot to not have that battle going on too, right? Yeah, exactly. And that just like that battle was so unnecessary, in my opinion. 
Yeah, for it some didn't like, add to the movie. It was like the side character. It was, it was literally like in movies where it's like side characters fighting, and guess what? We don't care about that. We're gonna watch a main characters fight. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, then why are they fighting in the first place? Yeah, like why, why not just have, just like showing off Shuri and Yuri and just showing off all these uh, uh, the uh, how Wakanda fights yeah, basically. I hate those stupid cape shield <laughs> <laughs> things, whatever they heck they call. Them. Um, yeah, it would have been more interesting to. Would it be more interesting to at least have these these two characters basically leading these two armies? Yeah, and then it's it's almost like you know like the you know your champions of your army go up and they fight for and that's like would have been such a better oh yeah final act all right moving on though mm-hmm. enough talking about black panther number 15 <laughs> hawkeye hawkeye i want to say it's a good show not a not a terrible show good show loved the fact that kingpin was in it was kind of sad how fast he left. <laughs> you know, saying. <laughs> yeah. For me, like, this is kind of interchangeable with Black Panther. I don't really, like, if if I was put Black Panther ahead of it, like, it, or people do, like, I don't care. Like, it has the exact same problems as Black Panther, where the whole thing's great, mm-hmm. every bit of it's great until the final act. Yeah. And the final act's just kind of a mess. Things happening, fights going on. I mean, I was, yeah, let, like you, I loved Kingpin showing up, and then he just kind of goes. <laughs> exactly. Now, I think it would be a lot better for the final act to have our favorite sword guy. <laughs> if, we, if all we did was watch. I forget his I name, but. I his name either. Awesome names just, today. <laughs> just him sword fighting outside. That, <laughs> that, that would have been great. Um, uh, but yeah, the final act just. Kind of a letdown. Yeah. Um, and I get that they're having to cram a lot into that final episode, but I mean, in my opinion, they just had to do it better or make a lot longer episode, you know, yeah, where exactly. we actually get to see Kingpin, get to see Echo, like get to see all our character stories wrap up. Um, and that's about all I had to say about that. Yeah, there was... We'll probably have a... I mean, I guess it was kind of interesting to see Hawkeye go throughout the city fighting these people that he fought as Ronin, but... Yeah, a lot of a lot of these coming up in the top, like, 15, we'll probably do full reviews on later, so probably get to hear more about this, but that's about all I have to say about it right now. Yeah, nothing I can... I really liked Hawkeye in it, really liked his storyline. Uh, didn't think I was going to like Kate Bishop very much going in, like, thought they were like bringing in another Hawkeye this late like they were gonna have to kind of nail her in my opinion and I think they did nailed her really well um yeah all right moving on to number 14 we have WandaVision our top Um, tv show as we learned last week and well (laughs) and then once again this is one I think it's better than Hawkeye I think it's better than Black Panther but it also has the same issue it's a fabulous tv show all the way up to the final act Mm -hmm. it was uh as you said it was a I don't know. Actually, you may not have said this. Um, you, um, it was a CGI mess. Yes, the final fight is a CGI mess. It's not as big of a CGI mess as the final Black Panther fight, but it is a CGI mess. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it's just like up in the sky. Like our, everything's taking par- place in Westview. Everything's like about the town, about what's going on. And then it's like our final fight's above it. Like yeah. not even in the town. Like that's a little disappointing in my opinion. Yeah. I would have rather. It was in the bubble. Yeah, <laughs> the bubble that was growing. 
It was taking over the world. Um, I guess the redeeming quality of it is like, I do like that the way she defeated her wasn't just like a CGI mess, you know? Like the way she defeated her wasn't just like lasers and rockets and explosions and she happens to, you know, be more powerful than her. It was more like, no, she outwitted her. Yeah, She used her own things against Um, her. That was was nice, I guess. A little nice bow on it. For me, why, why I think it actually deserves to be up above all the other TV shows is there was a lot more... Uh, mystery to it no there's just like so much ex- like i had a ba- like going into the first episode i had low expectations but after the first episode i had huge expectations <laughs> for every episode and every episode did not disappoint at all until the final episode of course and like i have never had so much fun watching a tv show in my entire life yeah and you 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 watched it like oh i watched every episode countless times (laughs) i mean the first five episodes i think i watched individually five to seven times oh my goodness and then after that like i kind of like had figured out what was going to happen and i watched the last couple episodes only two or three times each but yeah and you kept messaging me just yes and we i i could have taught i at the time i could have had a podcast episode on every single (laughs) episode (laughs) and each one could have lasted hours i loved that show at the time of watching it i've rewatched it since and it is stands up it is so good all right all right now moving on to possibly the most controversial thing i will say all day oh my goodness and that is that number 13 <laughs> is captain america civil war but tell me why it's so controversial. I'll right. tell you why. I, I like this movie is just controversial. I've had heard people say that this is the greatest MCU movie. I've heard people say this is the worst MCU movie. Those both are ridiculous statements. <laughs> um, I've heard people say that. Uh, I've even, I've heard people say things about this movie's story being so well written it ranks up there with like the greatest movies of all time. That is. So wrong. He wanted to grab his mic. <laughs> this movie, um, I very much enjoyed. After the first time I watched it, I turned to my best friend sitting next to me, and I said, this is my favorite MCU movie I've ever watched. Civil War? Yeah. Really? It was, granted, it was like two in the morning. <laughs> no, I was very tired. But... The first, it is a very fun movie to watch, especially in theaters. It was mm-hmm. gorgeous. It was fun. It, the, the 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 atmosphere, the you know, all the fans there on opening night. It was a great experience. But then going to the theater again to watch it a second time, I realized that without that experience of watching it the first time, just breaking the movie down as a movie itself, it has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Now, it does a lot of things right, and that's why it's so high on this list, and I still enjoy watching it to this day. I watched it a little over a month ago for my fifth or sixth time watching it. Really? And I still enjoy the movie a lot, but I have some big problems with it. Before I go into my problems, would you like to say what you like? Like, um, your th- so, like let's go your, back to your first time watching it. What did you think the first time you watched it? Well, so... The problem. So let me explain why the problem with my with this movie for me is was I like I really liked it the first time, and then I then the second time I watched it, I thought it was I still thought it was good. I saw some problems. I didn't catch them as quickly as you did, 
um, it just took me longer to realize those problems. So over time, over the time, it took, yeah. I was thinking about like, oh, that happened. Yeah. So for, yeah, for me, like it, this, this movie has been a roller coaster. I think the, after the first time I watched it, I think I put it like my favorite. Like I was like, it's my favorite movie. Second time watching it, I was like, no, this yeah. is like this is one of the worst MC movies. And then since then, it's found its nice little middle ground, of like what, number thirteen. So almost exactly in the middle, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. So here's my problems with it. <clears throat> the dialogue of that movie and the exposition in that movie is oh, yeah. so poorly written. It's mm-hmm. not boring necessarily because the acting is actually good. And so like the acting pushes the dialogue forward and doesn't like make every instant as skin curdling bad. But the dialogue, the way it's written is it doesn't say why they're choosing. Like you, I, I don't know watching it to this day. I still don't know why characters chose what they chose what the sides they chose like it doesn't explain anything it just like sets it's just like they talk and they pick their sides and they go with them the whole first scene with barf i i didn't that scene oh i do not like that scene at all oh that was um and then yeah in it but the storylines in it are really good right iron man versus captain america them butting heads on like such a uh what uh, uh big what's what's what, what am i looking for like i have no idea you're waiting an issue an issue that you know is so big important <laughs> to the mcu like an, yeah. a, a, a decision that's so important to our heroes and them you know giving their sides and then that like leading all the way to an actual like battle between them and then we bring in our our villain our villain in my opinion, and I know I disagree with the majority of people out there, is poorly written. Yeah. He has, once again, a great concept. A concept of him dividing the Avengers, him getting revenge, him getting, uh, him trying to break down this thing that everybody sees as, like, perfect. You know, the Avengers, this, like, icon, and him destroying that, bringing it down to our level. Sorry for quoting the DC there. <laughs> um, but is really good. Really great story. A really great idea. But once again, like you don't, like you don't, I, when I watch it, I don't feel that. I don't feel who he, like this. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but like, I just don't feel like that's who he is. Like yeah. I understand that that's what they're going for, but I didn't feel like, really? feel that watching it. And so, though it has my favorite MCU character, James Buchanan Barnes, aka Bucky, aka Winter Soldier, and you get to learn so much more about his character. You get to see him do so many, so much more. His the action once again is fabulous. Yep. The fight scenes, even the chaos of the airport fight scene is still great. And the final fight between Captain America. Bucky against Iron Man. So good. It just it just falls yeah, short yeah, in my no. opinion. Um for, for me like when I was first uh heard about this movie and I was first going to go watch it. I was so excited. Like the concept of these of heroes fighting each other. 
was like I was I had such high expectations for this movie, and while I absolutely loved um, the fact that they fought in the uh, airport, fought at the airport, and they fought, it was just so short. It was sh- very short. There wasn't a lot of fighting between heroes. It was a little, yeah, it was a little uh, unexpectedly short. Yes, I didn't necessarily have a issue with that. I understand people's issue with that. Um, it did what it had to do, you know, introduced the characters to each other that didn't yeah. know each other. It showed you the abilities. It showed you, you know, the fights that we wanted to see. It showed you the fights mm-hmm. that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> but, and then, you know, it ends with a tragic crash, I guess, of yeah. Brody. Yeah. But, I don't know, for me, didn't hit. Like, Yeah, I was, like, I didn't. I would have been much more interested if maybe, like, someone else took a fall like this is the, i will say the tone of the movie at that point the like the the uh um what's the right word the um contrast between the chase that's going on and uh vision holding wanda and then just like the slow turn of his head the fire of his laser. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. The wide, wide shot, seeing it just pierce the armor. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. And the tumble, and then the shots of them chasing him. Beautiful. All great filming, great storytelling. But I don't know what it was. Like, it just didn't, I didn't feel the impact of it. Yeah. And I feel was, like that's kind of the whole movie. The impact that the was ground. the whole movie. <laughs> okay, that, that, was, that was a little dark right there. That. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about most of the movie. Like, a lot of it was well done, beautiful. Just, I didn't feel I didn't feel the impact of it like I really had hoped I would, especially after having watched the first time and, and the experience I had. Shall we? Yeah, I guess we can move on. There's a lot more I could say. I could <laughs> talk so about. so much more. But In we fact, could probably... I probably we should definitely do pretty soon a review of that movie because yeah, I think, probably we should. Do uh, it. it would be it's such a controversial movie, and I I know we both have very strong opinions about it. There's some very strong. Opinions. All right, number twelve, another one that's gonna shock most, especially when it's ahead of Civil War, but that's all right. <laughs> and that is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yep. Me personally, I absolutely I thought it was a great movie. I loved it. While yes, there were some problems with it, I thought that the whole our villain in it was supposed to be that way. Like that's how Ultron is. He has his army of robots, and he's going to destroy all humankind to save the world. Yeah, I do definitely disagree with people who think that Ultron was a poor villain in the film um i think that he is definitely not what people expected Mm -hmm. but he was very much who he is in the comics um like he has his end goal and he's going to accomplish it he's not going to put himself in harm's way if he doesn't have to and he's just going to overwhelm you and his goal is to yes to destroy the whole world to save the world yeah um i think that the what I like about the movie and why it's so high is every character has a really well written story, character arc, and the wrap up to that character arc. 
that has now been a lot of them has been um in four plus movies to this point or the, oh, this would be the fourth for yeah this would be the fourth movie for a lot of these characters to appear in and their characters weren't, weren't none of them were really a letdown for me and that's hard to do <laughs> um and that and that's kind of like what puts this movie as high as it is i i don't have i don't have as big of a problem with a lot of the movies that i've list i will list later on like people ranking them them lower um but I personally love the movie. I've enjoyed it every time I've watched it. James Spader's voice of Ultron is just <laughs> still to this day chilling to listen to. Oh yeah, so good. Um, every hero like, is so fun. Um, every minute that of even down to like the uh, after party, you know, at the at the at Stark Tower is just it's yeah. just really fun. I love seeing the characters. I love seeing their interaction. Um, yeah, so yeah, like, uh, Ultron, Ultron, I don't want to say he was the best villain cause he wasn't, he's not the best villain, but he is a very good villain. Like he's a very good, and he, and would you even consider him as a villain because he's trying to do what he thinks is right by what Tony Stark right. put in him. He is a machine mm-hmm. and he's doing what his program told him to do. Yeah, exactly. But yes, he's a villain because he's <laughs> trying to kill. Me. Literally trying to kill everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's. I mean, that's what, in my opinion, makes him super compelling. Is like he is a part of Tony that does exist. You know. Yeah. What isn't as compelling as the way we got there? The first act mm-hmm. of the movie, in my opinion, is the weakest. Um, though it has really fun parts to it. I didn't. I didn't feel Tony's. Uh, story in the first act really got to a point where he would have created Ultron in like the way that Ultron is created in almost an accident way, you know, or he's, he's at the party, you know, he's created and then he like comes to consciousness and like makes these decisions on his own. They were running it while the party was going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. True. 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 So like, Um, but like he comes to consciousness with Tony Tark's, Tony Tark. Tony Tony Stank. It's a new rendition of Tony Sorry. Stark. Yeah, Tony Stank was uh, at the party, and um, he then makes his own, like, has his consciousness and makes his own decisions that this is what he's going to do, and is the villain before like Tony has a say about it. So like in that way, that's like that's a. About as close to you know Tony Stark not creating them as you can get, you know, and that's yeah. I guess fine. But at the same time, the first act is a little Light. underwhelming. But after the first act, it is a great movie. Okay. Okay. Anything else? No. I All can't right. think of anything else. Let's move on. All right, number eleven. Number eleven and final. And that's final, our final one on this episode. This is um, this is almost hard for me to say. Not putting this movie in the top ten is really hard, but this top ten is packed full of movies that I love just as much and even yeah, more than this movie. I'm pretty sure we all know how difficult it is to make a top ten. Even yes, if you have this of the a, a top ten with 32 movies of which I have enjoyed most of them so much, and this movie which probably a good portion of people would put in their top 10 for no more than nostalgia's sake, I think just barely falls short mm-hmm. of the top 10. 
and that is Iron Man. Our very first Iron Man, the very first MCU movie. Um, why it's not in the top ten? I don't want to say it's why it's not so low, but why it's not in the yeah. top ten is because it was just kind of a it was just the first MCU movie. I, mean, I, I get that. I get that. I think there's one one main reason that it doesn't make, and this is like the kind of the reason a lot of these movies are where they're at compared to the top ten. And the thing that the top ten does so well that this is missing is a incredible villain every uh every mcu movie that is in in our top 10 i think has an incredible villain written what like the story of the villain the way that they're written the way they're portrayed the acting performance of the villains are all really really well done not this one <laughs> obadiah stain he had he he suffers from that same like yellow jacket right like yeah this corporate guy who like suddenly at the end decides to get in a giant ironmonger yeah, like, suit for some reason to kill the main character um it would have been i think it would have been more interesting for the 10 rings 100% agree the 10 rings the first once again first two acts of this movie fabulous the the exploration of iron man's character the seeing Iron Man broken down into to, to like this billionaire playboy philanthropist you might say yeah. taken down to a guy in a cave with nothing nothing but his wits and a nothing friend and a, nothing but a friend and a few scraps yep <laughs> and seeing him then rise back to taking on the mantle of the only superhero at the time in the whole world yeah I mean, let's let's think about it for a moment because Captain America is <laughs> on ice at this moment. Well, where is he? Oh, <laughs> we could go into the whole MCU chronological timeline. I do, I do enjoy me a good chronological <laughs> viewing of the MCU. But let's uh, let's stay on let's track stay on track of Iron Man. But yeah, Obadiah Stane just like coming along and then just like killing. Like... Yeah, he he was a very weak villain. <sighs> so weak. But I also understand. I understand it. It was their first MCU movie. It's kind of hard to be like, do we want to bring in a big villain or do we want to stay small and stuff? Like I didn't. I I also didn't like the fact that he was just this corporate guy looking for looking for a fight, basically. <laughs> Yeah, that was, I don't know, his, his story just does not make sense to me. I like, so I like him outside the Ironmonger suit. Like, I like his menacingness. Oh, yeah. But, like, he's not the one he should have been fighting, right? Well, like, the whole... Like, he should have, he should, he literally has other people do all his dirty work yeah. the whole movie until the end. Make it like a Justin Hammer sort of thing. Yeah, make him, like, have him fight, have to fight the Ironmonger suit and then, like, and then beat him at his own game. You yeah. know, so much better third act. And that's why it's not in the top 10. Mm -hmm. That, But, yeah, like I said, love the movie. Absolutely love the portrayal of Iron Man. Iron Man, for me, is not one of my favorite Yeah, he's not. Characters. He's not the favorite. He's not our favorite. But I'm, I'm just saying, he's... like, outside of the MCU. Oh. In the comics, I have very hard time reading Iron Man comics. Really? 
Iron Man and Tony Stark's characters are not compelling to me. So going into this movie, I did not have high expectations. But boy, is the MCU Iron Man so much more compelling than the comic first <laughs> Iron Man. Um, okay. I love, I love the storytelling in this movie. It and then just the nostalgia of it. I like going back and watching this movie. Just as much as any other, okay, just as much as almost any other NC movie. Um, I've watched it six times. I've only watched it like maybe three times, maybe four. And there'll be a seventh, I guarantee you that. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's fabulous. But I think that wraps up, unless you got anything else. No, I think that wraps up the ranking of our MCU big ranking. <laughs> yep. So next week, join us. For the part two, top ten. You know which movies are going to be in it. You just don't know the order. Yeah, you don't know. All right, let's now move over to Star Wars, talking about the new episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Yes, episodes of four and five, I believe. Yep, four and five. What were your thoughts on episode four, real fast? Um... I think it was the best episode to the point. Um, yeah, it was It was the best episode of watching Boba Fett. Yes. Um, but still nothing fantastic. Still no... No Cad Bane. Yes, no Cad Bane. Nothing really happened. I mean, we got to see the... Uh, uh, oh my goodness, Chewbacca guy, Kristan, because something like that. I was gonna say his race. Uh, oh, Wookie, Wookie, <laughs> the Wookie, like you know, rip people's arms off and stuff. So that was fun. That was pretty nice. <laughs> um, and we got to see his, you know, story kind of finally come to where he's helping the good guys, like he knew it was gonna happen when you first saw him. But yeah, you know, um. And, uh, yeah, but besides that, it was kind of mediocre. Just yeah, kind of just... moved the story along. And we and learned we... about, what's her face? Fennec Shand. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I won't act like I knew that. <laughs> uh, and we got to see, you know, her get pistons put in her place oh, in her stomach. Oh, like, like, how does a stomach work with pistons? I don't know how <laughs> that works. But it does. You know, Star Wars magic. It goes through the pistons. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't need it. <laughs> um, anyways, what are your thoughts? Uh, so I uh, we just got more flashbacks, which was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. It was just remind you of a, another Marvel. I mean, <laughs> a, a Marvel movie. Marvel movie. Shang Chi. Oh yes. Every fifteen yes. minutes, you have to have a flashback. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, like, oh my goodness. Well, this one, it was just, it was just flashbacks. It was just one long flashback. So yeah, the whole thing was, yeah. And, well, I'm hope I don't think we're going to get any more flashbacks because I think we're all done with that because his healing cycle has uh-huh, finished. Yes. Um, it was kind of interesting to see that. I guess it was interesting for Boba to be talking with the group, the group. The... I mean, yeah, it was nice to see who the all the players are. You might say, yeah, but I don't think they're gonna be doing much other than yeah, getting in his way. Yeah. All right, let's move on to episode five here. Let's because oh, 
All right, finally a good episode of the Book of Boba Fett where the Boba Fett doesn't appear the entire time. <laughs> yes. Um, would you care to explain why this episode was so good? Like why, but why the reason Boba Fett not being in it sure. made it so good? So what I realized in maybe the first five minutes of watching the episode is that the Mandalorian is so much, so far superior to Boba Fett as a character. And, I mean, yes, we have had got two seasons of him. And so, like, you, you know, feel like you know him better. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, in the first couple of shots of seeing him, he's already in- shown more of an intimidating presence than Boba Fett has in any episode that he's been in. Yeah. And um, just, like, the way he... It's, it's the acting, it's the way he walks, it's the way that the camera work presents him, it's the way that the action flows. He just is so much more smooth as a character. Like he intimidates, he strikes fear in the heart. He he's he's like uh what's what's he's like so mo like a motivated, it's not the right word, but like uh dedicated. Um, like, you know, and like with his Mandalorian upbringing that makes sense, right? Like he's this is the way, you know. Yeah. And that just like shows through every ounce of his being and the way it's acted, the way it's uh shot, the way it the the soundtrack, all of it. And Boba Fett just doesn't have that. Like, um he can't he's literally trying to intimidate people every episode and it fails miserably every single time. Oh yeah, yeah. Like um uh, yeah, like he he is a much better Mandalorian in every way. He is my favorite Star Wars character. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the episode was super fun. Um, I mean, you get it just kind of threw you right back into the Mandalorian. Felt like a Mandalorian episode. He was yeah. just walking around, killing people, taking heads, kicking names. You know, um, taking heads, kicking names. <laughs> yes. Um, if you were a Marvel fan, you'd get the reference. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, you know, goes on to uh, get fight with his little black saber. Yeah, dark saber, dark saber. Yes, dark saber. Um, it was. Um, I don't know if they actually announced, uh, talked about it before. I'm gonna have to look it over again. But I don't know if they ever mentioned that other Mandalorian's name. Um. I forget his first name, but Vizsla. Pa. Pa. Paws. Pa. Something. Something. PA something. Yeah, something Vizsla. It was nice to see Vizsla come into the live action. Because I don't think we ever had a live action Vizsla, which is nice. Oh, I just want to see it more. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like even the whole time with him just building the starship was just. Yeah, that the whole. Yeah, the him building the N1. Uh, the N one Starfighter, which yeah. was really nice to see, <laughs> was the, the ship's gorgeous. Like the whole like uh, references to like cars and like <laughs> building classic cars and like all the tropes that go along with it, all the like selling car tropes that do it. We're all fabulous. Yeah. Now, I I I know I'm probably gonna get some hate for saying this. Just a little tiny two-legged droid unit helping Mando was so stupid. I'm sorry. I just hated that. I hate that kind of droid. I don't know why I don't like that droid. I mean, all the droids. It's like just like any other droid, in my opinion. 
True, true, true. I would say just that droid is very low on my list of droids that I like. Um, anything else? Um, other than the fact that I am excited to see him come into more episodes of Boba Fett, it might make the show a lot better. For sure, I think that uh, seeing yeah, seeing him next to Boba Fett it was something I'm actually like looking forward to seeing them fight together, seeing what comes of the relationship, and uh, hopefully. You just see more Mandalorian. And, and maybe give Boba some tips how to be intimidating. <laughs> yeah. All right. That does it for our talk of Book of Boba Fett. All right. Let's move into our Star Wars and Marvel news. I probably should go first because you say you have a, a you have a big list. Um, a lot of things that happened this last week. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, of course, you all know that as we said in our last episode, <laughs> why'd you have to do that? <laughs> um, uh, so, I, uh, man, you, uh, anyways, what's going on in the Star Wars world? <laughs> My bad. Um, so let's go talking into the Star Wars world. Yep. Um, you all know that, uh, what's coming out because of listening to our last episode, um, you know, of the Bad Batch and Andor coming. Um, but let's see, let's talk about when Andor is coming. Andor is supposed to be coming the summer of 2022. And this is a TV show? TV show, not a movie. Do you know, like, anything, do we know anything about it right now? Other than the fact that Andor is supposed to be happening at the time before Rogue One. Okay. So, um, we're going to learn why Andor is the way he is, I think. Speaking of which, I have something really embarrassing to tell you. Oh, dear. So, I was putting myself through a little quiz I like to do every once in a while. I like to watch YouTube videos where they like, you know, you guess the movie by the scene as quickly as possible, right? And generally, if I've watched the film, I know it immediately. Like, I usually, like, literally a second and I'll know it, right? The scene starts playing and I'm like, What? Oh, I, I don't even like I I literally like gave up like saw the first couple seconds. I was like, I've never seen this movie before, right? It was just one. Oh my <laughs> goodness! And I it was the ending. They were like he's like literally the ending was it exploding, and I was just like, yeah, that that's that movie to me. <laughs> so I I don't remember a thing about that movie. I really need to watch it again. I literally have only seen it once, and I really need to watch it again. Give it a second chance. But yeah, it was, I just thought I, I really needed to share that with you. I might as well do it in front of them. Yeah, uh, I'm annoyed that you that you had. Uh, all right. So yeah, Andor is coming summer of 2022. Um, Bad Batch uh, season three is coming 2022. I don't exactly know when. I don't think they have re- announced a release date. It might be coming a little later on down the road, a little after Andor. But um. But yeah, it's going to be, you know, Bad Batch. What do we expect? Garbage. <laughs> You've seen only the first couple of episodes. So. Um. Um, true, it is pretty bad. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't have a problem with them. Um, yeah. Then we also have, apparently, Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming. Uh, it's a show now? It's a show. Okay, okay. It's going to be the time of Obi-Wan living on Tatooine, I believe. Like before he meets Lucas Skywalker. Well, he met Luke Skywalker in episode oh, three. That's right. <laughs> before he uh, starts training Lucas yeah, there we go. Skywalker. 
Uh, yeah. So he, I think it's going to be, the, and I'm from what I understand it as, there's going to be flashbacks, and we're going to see a return of Anakin Skywalker. Do you know if they're going to uh, de-age him, or if there's like two actors playing him? Obi-Wan? Um, I do know it's our good old faithful, uh, or like I figured he'd be playing him at the time, Yeah, but is like when in the flashbacks, will they be de-aging him? Probably de-aging him. I'm not sure. They better do a good job. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm terrified. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, I just don't know what, what's going to be interesting about this. Cause I'm scared. Cause it's a time of where Obi-Wan is just, you know, the way he is. Um, then last but not least, we have Mandalorian Season 3, and for what I understand it as, we're going to be learning of of how our good old faithful Mandalorian is going to be saving Mandalore from its war, I think. I'm not sure. I don't remember much from The Mandalorian. I really need to watch that show again. Okay. Interesting. I mean, you know a lot more about that war than I do. I just kind of remember what I remember from, uh, what you call it? Um, the show. <laughs> not that other show. But anyways. Rebels? No, the other one. Clone Wars? Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, you know what? Let's save that for another day. Right. <laughs> Let's save that for another yeah. day. Um, fun, fun. I, I'm kind of, because I... Yeah, I thought they'd canceled all the Mandalorian stuff, so I'm kind of interested to see like if they're changing at more actors and everything. All right, so is that all? You yep. ready to go into MC? All right, let's go into your. So we'll list. start with the changes from last week. So last week I said that um, Secret Wars, What If season two, and I feel like there was something else I said was coming out this summer. But apparently they moved those back. So what if season two will be coming out in 2023? Whoa. And Secret Wars probably late 2023. Wow. Um, but we did get, I don't remember if we had this last time, but Moon Knight will be coming out on March 30th. Um, For the other shows, She-Hulk will be coming out June, we think. We don't have a date yet, but... Or probably June, especially with like it'll be like Loki, you know, if they keep the same time slots, it'll be March and then June and then August for Miss Marvel. Okay. The movies coming out next year. Oh, let's go to movie. Let's go to stuff coming out in 2023 before we go to movies. So, because I want to talk more about the movies <laughs> and Midnight. You know, we're we'll go. We talk about 2022. So, some crazy stuff that we know that's coming. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But, like, they finally released like a full list of like everything that's coming out. So, I do want to go over some of this stuff real quick. Uh, so, Marvel Zombies, I, I Am Groot, and Armor Wars, and. Spider-Man freshman year are the animated things coming out. Freshman year, we don't know when it could come out. It could come out 2022. It could come out 2023. We don't know yet. But all the other ones will be coming out probably 2023 and 2024. The non-animated TV shows would be Echo, Ironheart, and I feel like there's another. Oh, Agatha House of Harkness coming out. Um, And then we've got Movies. Wait, Fantastic Four, twenty twenty two, twenty three, or twenty twenty two. Well, there's no. We're I'm guessing. I, so I heard that in November. I remember they said that they started 
uh, started the production of Echo is going to be started this April, so it probably would be in 2023. Agatha House of Harkness, they said that they started the production, I think, the start of the year. And then, yeah, that's all that we really know about those. Okay. The movies, we got Fantastic Four probably oh. coming out November of 2023. Probably. Okay. We don't have a date for sure. Quantum, um, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, probably coming out July 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's probably coming out May like 11th or whatever. A little bit. The Marvels, it's probably coming out February 2023. And moving up to what's coming out this year. In November, we've got Wakanda Forever. We've got, mm, we already went over Miss Marvel, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder in July, and then Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. I could talk for hours on the leaks that came out this week about it. So I'm just going to say, if there's anything you want to know, I know that you don't want to know too much going in, but if there's anything that you want to ask me or want me to disclose to our giant audience of beloved fans go ahead ask away. um i mean i don't even know where to start because i'm like super excited for this movie and or or about moon knight too because there's been a lot of stuff coming out about moon knight too. <laughs> well moon knight i'm like more excited for for uh Doctor, yeah. yeah multiverse of madness than moon knight just because i've heard hey, i mean who, who isn't a huge doctor strange fan yeah exactly <laughs> not many people are bigger Doctor strange fans than you but Wow. That's <laughs> true. You're a huge Doctor Strange fan. I am a huge Doctor Strange fan. That just came out weird. Um, but, uh, so I guess the one question is, is it just going to be the heroes Doctor Strange and Wanda? I can most assuredly say no. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, Do you want I'm... me to give a little theory I have? Based on the trailer, let's let's see. This is just a theory. Like, there's nothing backing this up. Uh, it's other zombies than, all along. <laughs> other than, you know, just things I picked up on in the trailer. Like, this is there's no leaks about this. There's nothing like that. I do believe the vi- main villain of the movie will be Scarlet Witch. What? Scarlet Witch. What? Um, really? Not having watched the trailer, I'm sure you're very, very confused why I'd say that. But I do think that is the case. Um, I think there's just little hints in the trailer. I don't think... I Like, by the main villain, I think, like, the villain for the most time in the movie. Of course, they could do something with, you know, Mephisto or some other MCU magical villain <laughs> being, like the main villain they have to band together with Scarlet Witch, even though she is. But I do think since she has the dark hold, she's been shown to use dark magic. I think that she will be the villain. Okay. Okay. All right. That's an interesting theory. Based on, based on the one trailer, right? That we've really, well, two trailers, I guess we've been able to see as more trailers come out, my theories will develop (laughs) other things. So there's some been some leaks about things that I really want to say, but I will not. I will. Yeah, you know, I will refrain. But craziness, Scott Lake. Just, is there any other question you want to ask me? Um, do they actually go into 
the quantum, not the quantum realm, the uh, multiverse. I mean, the trailer so far has kind of been how the Spider-Man trailer was. Like, you can't really necessarily tell if they're in our universe or another universe. It's okay. just they're they're you know definitely trying to keep it based on you know background the things I see. I do think you see another cosmetron. Ca- oh, why can't I say it? <laughs> I can suddenly not say it. Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> Sorry. Um, why can I say that? I usually hit. Um, but I think you do. Okay. Um, so I guess I'd say you probably. Okay. Okay. All right. I. That's all I've got. That's all. Oh, there's that, so many questions I have. There, there, there is more I want to ask, but I want to like, right. I, I want to keep it like. Oh, I forgot to say Morbius. Morbius is coming out April 1st. It's going to come out the same day as Moon Knight. That's going to be hard. Well, the day after Moon Knight, I guess. Oh, um, so Moon Knight, anything you want to ask about Moon Knight? Do, have, have, we, have, have you seen his suit? Yes. Does it look good? fabulous okay so far like it depicts who he is in the comics without with being its own thing you know that really sense. yeah it does a very good job okay do, do we have any idea of who the villain is we know who's playing the villain i have you they don't say who the villain's gonna be but i think i know who the villain's gonna okay, be okay 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 um any sign of it being the gory moon knight that we know from the comics um it's gonna be dark <laughs> i don't see how they can not make it dark based on where they're going how gory it will be on disney plus i'm not sure i yeah it's gonna be interesting i you know, there's been rumors about a lot of things Disney Plus has in the works, so we'll see. I hope okay. I hope it has at least I I Moon Knight's one of those things like I don't think it has to be, you know, T V M A or R rated type thing, but I don't I do think it would be a lot easier for them to portray the character with that. Like get who is, you know, his dark side, his brutal side. He's literally in the. I don't know if you know this, but in the comics, he literally would rather take a hit because he knows he can take it if he's going to get a hit of his own. Because he's like, I can take the hit and hit you harder rather than spend the. And as he says in the comics, I believe, something like spend the energy to block the hit. Really? Okay. He would rather put that energy into attacking. Like, that's a brute, just a brutal way of fighting. Like, he's going to get hurt, but he can take it. And he's gonna deal lots of damage back. Um, so he has that like brawler mentality, and just like so, I do think it would benefit from being an R TVMA rated show. Okay, okay. Um, I really think they will do a good job, or at least Oscar Isaac's, and so far. Seems like they'll portray his multiple personalities really well. Some things I'm really looking forward to in the show. Oh, I'm excited to see that. <laughs> is adamantium being possibly Ooh. introduced. Ooh. So I don't know if you know this and other people know this, but for a time in the comics, his suit is made out of adamantium. And adamantium is closely related to Wolverine and Weapon X and mutants. And so they could be brought in in some way as well. 
Yeah. I think that about uh, that, wraps it up, unless you've got some other that, questions. That about wraps guess, it up. I guess, have you watched any Morbius stuff recently? No, um, I haven't really. I haven't looked recently. Um, I'm probably going to look. Is there any hints of Blade? No. Is there any hints of Venom? I haven't seen any. Other than the... Uh, there is one thing they say. Is there any hints of Spider-Men that possibly were in No Way Home? No, okay. absolutely not. I'm shaking my head here, crazy. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. That's all I really want to know. All right. Um, maybe before next week, make sure you check stuff because I I have lots of questions about that. Yeah, I will and check. And if you and I'll check for you guys as well. And I will definitely be uh trying to keep up with all the news. But there, <laughs> literally today, I'm pretty sure I could have read like. 50 articles on no, no on multiverse of madness like, oh my goodness there's so much written so many leaks coming out i was like ah all, all right. right um do you want to say what we're doing next week yeah let's uh well we already said what we were doing next week but we can always we can go into it again going into next week's episode we will finish off our ranking of marvel movies our top 10 and we will have our rankings posted on our social medias links will be in the description and hoping that rogue gambit doesn't get sick again um we will have our movie review for spider-man no way home coming out next week all righty we'll see you next week don't put yourselves inside a box <laughs>